Hi, Honeymooners. Natasha and I are coming to a city near you. And we'd love you to come see us and support us doing live stand-up comedy. As for me, I'm going to be going to the Comedy Club on State in Madison this very weekend for five shows. I love that club. I'd love to see you there. I'll also be at the Troubadour for the Netflix is a Joke Festival on May the 12th. That's just one night, one show, just me. But Natasha and I are going to be doing a live Endless Honeymoon podcast taping for the Netflix is a Joke Festival on the 4th of May. Then I'm going to the Punchline in Philadelphia. That's in July. Would love to see you there. I'm going to be going to the Punchline in Sacramento in August. And I'll be going to the DC Improv uh, the weekend before the election, before we figure out what hell we hath wrought. Come see me at any of those dates. Oh, yeah, one more. I'll be at the Bell House in New York on July the 11th. I'd love to see you there, New York City. Natasha, you got anything? Why don't you come see me in Brea? If you live in Orange County, I think that's Orange County. I don't even know, but come to Brea. I'll be there in April. I'll also be at the Chicago Improv in April. And if you can't see me in Chicago, why don't you come to Tempe in May? Tempe, Arizona. I'll also be in Boston, but that's not till October. I think I might take the summer off. Go to NatashaLegero.com. Or MosheCasher.com. And get some tickets. To see the both of us. And also make sure that you come to our Patreon-supported Dinner party this Sunday. That is on St. Patrick's Day. What else are you doing? It is a dumb holiday. I'm sorry. If you are not yet a member of the tier that gets you into the dinner parties, go ahead and upgrade. Upgrade that. You could downgrade afterwards. I mean, we don't have real rules. Order your corned beef and cabbage from the local pub. DoorDash that shit to your house. Yep. Log on. 6 p.m. Come mess with us. It's a really great way. To connect to the community of the Endless Honeymoon Podcast and also to connect to your lovely hosts. Welcome to the Endless Honeymoon Podcast Secret Dump. I was going to do my thing. I know, but I already did it. You kind of cut me off on that one, huh? Because you didn't, I think it was because you didn't want to hear me do the radio announcer voice. Kind of, yeah. Okay, fine. Natasha, what do you want to do today? Uh, well. We have some listener submitted questions. Um, what if we answered one of those? Okay. Just to kick the secret dump off right. Okay, what do we got? Well, here is an interesting one. Um, the woman I'm dating makes just as much money as me, but she never offers to pay. Red flag? Question mark? Natasha, what do you think? Um, I mean, have they been dating for three weeks? Right. I'd like to know that information. Right. But I do think that once in a while, you know, in the beginning stages of courting, you can like give your visa sometimes. Actually pay? Yeah, but not too much. I was listening to um, a Beyonce song last night. It's funny. Last night, Natasha discovered Beyonce for the first time. No, Literally, I didn't. This is true. I just realized like I hadn't really p- played my child much music from that genre. But you so looked over at me and you were like, Actually, this is really good. <laughs> well, when and TLC came out and like, you know, uh, Destiny's Child, I was not into that music. You were listening to Morrissey and looking at your uh, Converse All-Stars, right? Yeah, I was like more into grunge and Nirvana. And like, I didn't really, that wasn't on my radar. But it was just funny to see someone look over and just go like, she's good, right? About no, but. The- I'm playing it for also for our kid. Who loved it, by the way. She, lo- she loved it, and loved I never no play scrubs. her. Like <laughs> she asked, she requested no scrubs today, and uh, she really got into it. She she liked the messaging. But there was a song that one of the Beyonce songs was 
I, I mean, well, they were Destiny's Child. It was song. a Destiny's Child song where they were talking about like if you can't pay my bills, pay, pay my telephone bill, pay my telephone pay bill, my, yeah, yeah buy, automobiles, buy, buy me a car, buy me food, buy. And it's so funny to me. It was so the opposite of the way that I was raised. Like I was truly raised that you you just everything is egalitarian, including dates. And I got in trouble for it when I was young. Because I remember, it's actually similar to the hot, the hot tub situation with my mom. I remember I was out to eat with this girl. We started dating. And I had been paying for the dates. But then she invited two friends on like our third date or something like that. And when the bill came, I was like splitting it up. I was like, okay, well, I owe $20. And that was it. Because I, I, for some reason, the fact that... It, she had invited friends meant by the way i remember this couple the guy everybody was in aa and the guy had met the girl the, this is that my date invited this guy had met the girl on a suicide hotline she was a caller he was a counselor and he convinced Stop. her to get sober in aa be her his girlfriend and he was also her sponsor so it was pretty it was a pretty pretty fucked up situation anyway the girl was super incensed that i didn't pay and i was like i've been incensed that you didn't pay when we first started dating and you don't like to give flowers wait i paid when we first started dating didn't i and then you also like i think you told me too like you don't want to like help a girl with her luggage what that's not you no, that's probably one of your other boyfriends, maybe. No, but I do think that like when you go to like a more liberal arts college and people, you know, you're not like taught like always like. My thing, I was uh, totally, I wasn't. My, I was taught, not even taught. My, the Bay Area version was you pay the first couple dates and then you got to have a conversation because I'm not just buying you food because we're having sex. What I just feed you now? <laughs> I pay your automobile. <laughs> I don't like. I don't get it. It's a nice gesture in the beginning. Oh, we're on a date. I'll pay. But then at a certain point, it's like, okay. You try, you're trifling. Who, who's trifling? I'm you trifling? Are. You think yeah. I'm trifling? But I think you're a gold digger. So that's that. therein lies the great divide. Well, listen, I think that you're right. You don't just have to feed the person now. I, I mean, the fact that she makes as much money as him isn't as important as the fact that she's never offered to pay. You got to, you got to, if you, if you are reductive about gender, even if you're reductive about gender and you're like, the man needs to pay. The woman, I, I don't believe that. But if you do believe that, isn't in that framework that the woman has to pretend to be down to pay? Doesn't she have to like go like, oh, did you want me to get this? And then yeah. allow the man to be like, money, I pay your automobile. It's a tough one. I would never pay someone's auto- automobile, your car, li- your car <laughs> payment. Your fucking car payment? <laughs> Not even for Beyonce. I wouldn't. I mean, you're so, oh, wow, you're so beautiful, Beyonce. I'll buy you a car. Our kid is obsessed with Say My Name. Whoever's rapping on that, she's like, oh, that must be their dad. <laughs> That's a little context she has for hip hop. She's like, oh, the man comes in and starts talking. Ah, oh, it's her father. It's, it's, it's Beyonce's father. Okay, well, let's hear a secret. Let's do it. Hey, Natasha and Mush, I just listened to your episode with the woman who was sleeping with the married man and wanted to get, wanted him to watch her have sex with another guy. 
uh, in front of him prompted me to share this secret. Um, I am married to a very hot woman um, who I love, uh, and it is my absolute biggest fantasy in the world to watch her get fucked by the hottest guy with the most perfect male model body and uh, just an absolute massive cock. Um, I actually have told her about this fantasy. Uh, unfortunately, she is not interested. Um, has nothing to do with humiliation for me. I wouldn't consider myself a cuck. I just think my wife is absolutely beautiful and I think it would be so hot to watch her having sex with a, uh, a super hot guy with a giant cock. Uh, thanks. Felt like he was uh, telling that secret through like four socks that he put over the... <laughs> you know what I mean? To make sure nobody knew who he was. It's like deep throat calling. I mean, I definitely like how hot he he thinks his wife is. And I, I love the fantasy of... I. It's not just I want to watch a man rail my wife. It's I want to watch a man that is... I don't quite believe it has nothing to do with humiliation because it's like, why the guy? Why does the guy have to be so perfect in every way? Mm. Why is he so hot? You don't a little he's got bit. A giant cock. He's got a fat cock and a perfect body, and he's beautiful. Why not just like any guy? Like but, that guy might just want to be shit on instead. <laughs> uh, it's got to be kind of gratifying to the ego, though, to go, honey up. I want you to have sex with the hottest guy in the world. She's mm. like, mm, no thanks. I'm good with just you. I like this though. I think that's a, that's a nice fantasy. You know, because it's like supportive. It's very like, it's a very giving fantasy. Mm-hmm. I want you to have the most, the most opulent version of pleasure possible. But how is that, opu- how is that version of pleasure pleasure to her when she doesn't even want it? She doesn't he, want it. I'm just, he's like, I want you to have my idea of pleasure which by the way is a lot of what relationships are is like that's true i want you to want to watch what i want to watch and i want you to want to do what i want to do and like no that's totally that's true just not always the case but what i'm saying is like okay we've talked a lot in various very funny ways about um my threesome fantasy right but my threesome fantasy is pretty selfish it's like oh i want two chicks i want i want pure pleasure for me all the time right and as opposed to this, which is even though she's not into it, his idea of what's the hottest thing in the world is just watching his wife get like ravaged with pleasure. So I think it's a very unselfish fantasy. I like it. I like it too. I'd like to watch you get ravaged with pleasure, I guess. By the hottest woman with the hugest cock? There should definitely be a cock involved. If that's what it takes, I'm down. All right. Well, let me think about it. Yeah. You've been thinking about it for three fucking years. All right, let's hear another secret. Hi. So uh, my boyfriend urged me to call in with this secret. Uh, When I was about 14, I was looking through my dad's room to try and find makeup remover. I thought maybe his girlfriend had left some there. And I found dildos, sex toys, lots of stuff like that, which normal, you know, whatever until he broke up with his girlfriend and years later I found out he still has the same toys and dildos and 
Then I found out he wears male thongs. And uh, so, yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure my dad's either gay or just, just likes it in the butt. But uh, that's, that's my secret. Thanks. So is the presence of thongs mean, uh, on men mean that you're probably gay? I do not believe so. You don't wear thongs. Yeah, but I mean, a lot of gay, very gay men don't wear thongs. I mean, it means your dad's a freak. If he's got dildos galore and he likes to wear thongs, it means he's into freaky, fun sex. But does it mean he likes to have sex with men? I mean, I don't. If you found gay porn, that now you're now you're now you're more. But not even then. People are freaks. People like what they like. They like to do all kinds of stuff. I thought what she was getting at was that he had a new he, he had multiple girlfriends and he was using the dildo on them. That wasn't the secret at all, but it did make me think, are you supposed to probably so. You have a girlfriend. You guys have all these toys together. I've never been a big toy guy. But you have all these toys together. And then you break up, you throw all the toys away and then buy new toys for your next lover. Is that how it works? <laughs> I don't quite. Or do you fuck your new girlfriend with the same dildo? Hopefully you, fuck you don't need girl. more than like a, a toys that can fit in your purse. I'm, well, maybe you do, though. I'm just saying, like, are you some, is that the idea that you like that you. I mean, I know like people that are like professionals, they put condoms on the sex toys so that they can use them again or whatever. And then they boil them or something like that. Anyway, what are your are your dildos from uh, just me or are they from? I don't all- really use dildos. Natasha, please be honest with our listeners. <laughs> She's got one in right now, if I can be honest. No, you don't. I've never been a toy guy. I always found hardware to be um, not what I was into. But I would if somebody wanted it. If you want it, let me know. Thanks, honey. All right. One more. Okay. Hey, Motion Thash, how we doing? I have a secret. I'm a new time listener. Um, I So growing up, I shared a bathroom with my older sister, and she used Nair. And I didn't know what that was. And I was like 12. I just discovered how to jerk off. And so I was really stoked and experimental. And so I go into the bathroom, and I see the bottle that says, uh, body lotion, but ne- neglected to read the part that says chemical hair removal. So I ended up dumping about half of the bottle onto my junk and ended up with no pubes and a, a good, a, a good bit of blood. Um, it was horrible. And that is my secret. Woo! Almost just got in a car accident. Anyway, I'm going to hang up. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Bye. Um, men are just so horny, huh? N- did he jerk off with the nair? Yeah, he tried to. Whoa, that's you. Would, he just thought it was the body lotion. You would think at a certain point you'd feel that it was nair. You probably felt it right away, and then it was too late. Ah, uh, how does nair? Have you ever used nair? No. Huh. I, it's probably like really chemically. Mm-hmm. Fair bit of blood. I didn't know nair could burn the skin. Well, it happens. It's crazy. I mean, I I feel like being a man is kind of like being a prisoner. Pris- a penis prisoner? Mm-hmm. I guess that's true. Especially you're like being held hostage by like your horniness. When at you're all a times. teen, when you're a teen, for sure, you're like, you, yeah. Like you, you, you don't read 
things correctly. I mean, you know? just you'll be in at work and be like, I gotta go jerk off. I mean, just you'll be at you'll be t- talking you to your mom. You go to the bathroom and just jerk off in like one of the stalls. That yeah, you shit in. I mean, you're just overwhelmed with horniness. Overwhelmed, like like it's a disease. It's so much so that when you get to a certain age and your libido calms down, you're like grateful and you're still very horny. But you're just like, oh, okay, I'm sane again. Okay, okay, I didn't, I didn't do anything untoward. I made it. That's pretty rough. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. It's hard to be a boy and figure out how to control your sexuality. But I think a really good way to do that is to jerk off with Nair. <laughs> if I'm being honest, if you got a Nair-like secret, call us two one three two 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 eight six zero eight. Leave us a secret, or you can send us an email at endlesshoneymoonpot at gmail. Yeah, we're on Instagram. We're on YouTube. We have a Patreon. Patreon slash Endless Honeymoon. People are loving the Patreon and everyone's salivating for your mixtapes, It's coming, y'all. It's coming. I promise. You can find us wherever you find your podcasts and we'll see you next week for more secrets and advice. I love you. I love you too. (laughs) 